Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. We're here to talk about this past week in professional wrestling, which means we're going to talk about Raw. We're going to talk about SmackDown Live. We're not going to talk about NXT or 205 Live because not only is my co-host not here, but also we're recording this on a Tuesday night. And also we're not live. This is all pre-recorded. I'm your host, Owen, and I'm by myself, and we're not streaming live, as I said, but... I, I, I mean, I guess because this is pre-recorded, you can't send your questions and your comments. But yeah, welcome to Heel Turn. We're, we're having a bit of a weird episode this week because John's not here because it is his birthday... So happy birthday to John. Hope he's having a great time seeing Hamilton. I was here in the bunker watching Raw and SmackDown and also getting ready for PAX because PAX is this week and I've been preparing for the show that I'm doing up there and I've been packing and I'm leaving Wednesday so we had to get the episode up. So because I still have a bunch of other stuff I still need to do it could be a bit of a shorter episode but still have to put out an episode every week, because guess what? It's WrestleMania season, and also, we don't miss weeks. That's how it works. Number one thing I learned from Scott Aukerman when I asked him about podcasting, he says, have a schedule, stick to it, never skip, and of course, from Ryan Davis, never skip a week. Ever. So yeah. We should probably, you know, skip all the banter because, you know, PAX is coming up. Video games, League of Heels, we'll talk about that at the end of the show. But we should get right into the wrestling news. What have we got here this week in wrestling news? Uh, Two big stories. The first is that the New Japan slash Ring of Honor... G1 Supercard finally announced their card this week because uh, the New Japan Cup finals occurred, and as both me and Trace feared, Kazuchika Okada is the victor. So, once again, the main event for the IWGP Heavyweight title is Jay White versus Okada. It'll be fine, I guess. But let's run down the card. I'm just going to give general thoughts because next week, for our premium subscribers to our Patreon at patreon.cool, we'll be giving our predictions and our rundown of the show. So, if you're not supporting us, you should probably do that. That'll be for the uh, the monthly premium podcast and also, I believe, Sunday that weekend. After we go to the G1 Supercard, Trace and I and... Possibly John, if he's around, will do a podcast from New York, recapping our experience, and that'll be up for all tiers of the Patreon. So that will not be locked at the nine that at the nine ninety nine tier, but that will be for everyone who supports us. So that should be cool. So here's the card. Like I said, Jay White Okada for the IWGP Heavyweight Title. Jay Lethal, Marty Skrull, and Trent, uh, and Matt Tavern. Not, not, not Trent. Beretta. My bad. 
So yeah, Jay Lethal, Morris Girl, Matt Tavern, and a ladder match for the ROH title. That should be a fun one. Uh, Tetsuya Naito versus Kota Ibushi for the Intercontinental title. Will Ospreay versus Jeff Cobb for the Never Open Weight and ROH television titles. That one I'm excited about. That match is going to be rad. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Hiroshi Tanahashi for the British heavyweight title. Brody King and PCO versus the Gorillas of Destiny versus the Briscoes versus Evil and Sonata for the ROH and IWGP tag titles. That should be a fun one, especially with PCO there. Taiji Ishimori versus Dragon Lee versus Bandito for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. Mayo Abatani versus Kelly Klein for the Women of Honor title. Dalton Castle versus Rush. Or Rush. Uh, Bully Ray's open challenge for a New York City street fight, which, if it's not answered by Minoru Suzuki or uh, Tomohiro Ishii, I'm going to be very disappointed. And, of course, the the Honor Rumble, which the only person confirmed for that is Jushin Thunder Liger. So, yeah, that's what we got for the show coming up a week from Saturday. I, uh, myself, John, and uh, Trace will be in attendance for that show. It should be a lot of fun. The other big news this week is that the women are confirmed to be main eventing WrestleMania. So it's Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, Triple Threat for the Raw Women's title. For now, we'll get into that. Uh, They've been making headlines everywhere. They were on ESPN. It's a big deal. I think it's the best decision they could do because ending the night with that crowd being so hot after so many dull finishes to WrestleMania should be excellent, and it's going to be one of the reasons that I'm going to make sure that I get to MetLife Stadium that weekend. Not Maybe not when the show starts, but I, I'll keep an eye on, load, and on ticket prices dropping during the show and make my way over there because I want to see Becky celebrating with the belt or belts as the fireworks go off to end the night to make up for last time I was in that building, which was when John Cena had his hand raised by The Rock. Oh boy. But yeah, that's all the, the big news because everything else is just rumors and speculation. Well, I guess there is one more news story uh, regarding that main event. And that is that Joan Jett and the Blackhearts are going to play WrestleMania and uh, play Ronda Rousey to the ring in the main event. That's pretty freaking cool. So not only will I get to see a great main event, but I also get to see a little uh, little concert by Jim Jet. Last time at MetLife, it was uh, Pete, or I guess, sorry, it was Diddy, and also uh, Living Color. Oops, that wasn't so bad. But Jim Jet, that's going to be fun. So yeah, that's all I got for news, and... Uh, we should move on to talk about the main roster. I just have a few points to talk about with the main roster. Again, as I mentioned, it's a bit of a shorter episode. Don't have John here. Also pack stuff. So, bear with me. Um, 
first thing to talk about is what happened on Monday Night Raw, which was a beat the clock challenge to kick off the show between Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair taking on the Riot Squad because they mean nothing, apparently. So why not? And, uh, yep. Uh, in just over a minute, Ronda Rousey won her match. Charlotte fa- Charlotte failed to uh, beat the, uh, get the tap out before the time ran out. And then Becky beat Liv Morgan real fast, because of course she did. And, uh, the point of this was... I don't know. They didn't win anything. What was the point of a beat-the-clock challenge when there's no prize? It just made the Riot Squad look like a bunch of goobers, which is not great. I know they're not doing anything besides probably the Women's Battle Royal, which they still haven't announced, so I'm getting concerned. So there you go. Maybe they just don't have enough women for it. Maybe it's a, that was a one-and-done deal. For the, uh, that very questionable cup that they awarded. Congratulations to Naomi, you're the only winner of that. Uh, also on Monday Night Raw this week, Finn Balor, uh, had a match for an opportunity to get back into the, uh, Intercontinental title picture and have a match at WrestleMania. Uh, it was supposed to be a handicap match between Lear Rush and uh, Bobby Lashley, but Rush isn't med- medically cleared, so they had uh, a very timely person, uh, Jinder Mahal. If you're if you're not if you're not uh, listening to the other Zonecasts podcasts, I recommend on Friday going to Zonecast.com to hear Oscar, our our good pal, give his. Defense of why Jinder Mahal was a great WWE champion. And watch as John and I brutally beat him to a pulp about it. Because no. I was ringside to that Punjabi prison. No. I I needed to experience that terrible match, but no. So yeah, a handicap match. Finn Balor defies the odds. Gets a title shot. Didn't we just do this? Like at Fastlane, and now we're doing it again at WrestleMania. What? Why? I mean, I guess we need to get Finn Balor on the card, and he's gonna bust out the demon because all the promotional stuff has the demon on it. But ugh, this sucks. Bobby Lashley's terrible. They could have Finn Balor keep the title and defend it against someone like. Actually, like, good. I'm trying to think off the top of my head who, but I, I don't know. Not Bobby Lashley though. So yeah, we're getting Finn and Bobby Lashley again. It's gonna be the demon. That'll be a cool entrance, but I don't know about this. And maybe I would have. Maybe I'd feel better about it if they didn't just do this a month ago. Um, what else we got? Um, speaking about Royals, when I mentioned the other one earlier, um, we have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal getting two more participants. And 
joining Braun Strowman in this match are Colin Jost and Michael Che of SNL. Why? This is, this is I like having the SNL guys, you know, be special correspondents and cutting to them every now and then to break up the show would have been fun. But putting them in the ring to just do a goofy spot with Braun, who sh- hell, Braun sh- should be fighting Finn Balor for the type that title. I know it's face versus face, but still would have been a better use of Braun, and the monster versus the demon would have been a great match. Instead, we have a bunch a couple comedians goofing around in a, in a battle royal that means nothing. And we again, we only have three people announced for it, so I this thing seems like a waste. Just seems like a waste. I, if this is the only use of these two guys on the show, that's gonna just straight up suck. And not just because Colin just wore a Mets hat when they were in, when uh, they were here in Philadelphia. Hmm. I don't know about that. Uh, Triple H had a, a promo where he got a letter from Batista's lawyer and apparently what they're doing is uh, he wants Triple H to straight up put his career on the line. And uh, Triple H also made the Spice Girls reference that the internet already made, which was fun. But come on, dude, you're a little late. And he's going to do it. He's going to put his career on the line. Which, you know, considering we just had Shawn Michaels come out of retirement and we're having Beth Phoenix come out of retirement. It, what's, who cares? If something big happens, Triple H will wrestle again. Of course he will. But also, I don't think he's going to lose this match. There's enough shit going on that we don't need a big old sad mopey moment for Triple H. Go, yay! Thank you, Triple H. Yay! Nice. No, he, he should he should beat Batista here and send him on his way. Because the whole story is that Triple H has never beaten Batista. Dude, let this be the one time that he does, so we can send him on his way. Hmm. Speaking of retirements, uh, Kurt Angle's back on his bullshit, and uh, it was TNA week, apparently, because he had matches both on Raw and SmackDown, with uh, the Raw match being against Samoa Joe, and the SmackDown match being against AJ Styles. And these matches are telling me one thing, and it's Kurt Angle needs to, he needs to retire. The, the thing that they're being building up to, yeah, he should do that. Because he's just... He just doesn't have it anymore. He's old. You know, you still got a chance? Done the play, Kurt Angle. He's he's done. The match with Joe was disappointing, and also he beat the U.S. champion, which is a weird thing. And then the match with J.J. Styles was... He got put in the calf crusher, then he got into the ankle lock, and then Randy Orton hit an RKO on on AJ Styles. And Kurt Angle then hit a very lame angle slam on Randy Orton. So it's a real bummer. 
And also, Krangle technically, technically lost that match. So, yeah. Not about that. He actually lost a match in his little retirement tour. Yeah, this, these both weren't good. And it's a shame. But then it's going to lead to a Baron Corbin match that nobody wants. So, this whole thing's sad. At this point, I don't even think John Cena showing up will def- will uh, make it any better. Then, now we're getting the strip to SmackDown, which happened tonight. And there's two things I want to talk about from SmackDown. The first being that we had Asuka versus Charlotte. And then Greg said it was for the SmackDown women's title. And even the commentary was shook by this. I was shook by this. And it ended up having Charlotte win the title. But yeah. The whole the whole thing they were talking about in commentary was oh Oscars hasn't had a person you know didn't have an opponent for WrestleMania, despite the fact they announced a fatal four-way for tonight to determine that person. Like, the whole Bandy Rose story thrown out the window. The, the Sonya Deville stuff thrown out the window. And why? Because now that the, the women's uh, title is main eventing WrestleMania, we have to unify the belts. It, it just, it's just terrible. It's really bad. And Oscar didn't even really get a good run with the belt either. You know, she won it at TLC, and she had one good match with Becky at the Rumble, and that's it. It's just, it's just a shame. This they should they should just have given Oscar a a match with I I don't even know with Mandy with Sonya maybe a triple threat that could have been fine. Instead, now Charlotte is the champ, and they're still advertising it, it as being a Raw Women's Title match. Though on Raw, they'll announce it for both belts, of course. Because uh, the women's division can't have more than three titles. They have the tag belts now. They have the women's title. They're both on all the brands. Because why not? I don't know about this. I, I'm sh- the match at Mania is still going to be great. Becky's still going to win. But she's going to have two belts. But now she's going to be on both shows. <sighs> I don't know. I'll give it the benefit of the doubt, but I'm not feeling great about it, especially because Asuka's thrown under the bus, and if they don't do this battle royal for the women, then she's straight up just not on the card, and that sucks. Especially after having the big match with Charlotte last year at Mania. And then, finally, the last thing to talk about on SmackDown is the Tag Team Gauntlet match. Which was the New Day's uh, Xavier Woods and Biggie taking on a bunch of tag teams because at the top of the show, 
Vince McMahon said Kofi's out of chances, but they'll give the B plus tag team a shot at at giving Kofi his Mania match. And uh, this was about a half hour, 40, 45 minutes of the show. And the New Day, the whole story was the New Day was getting beaten up throughout the match as it wore on. Uh, here, I'm, I'm pulling up the teams that they went against. I think. Nope. Oh, I mean, I get. look at the results. I totally forgot that the, uh, the Miz and Shane McMahon had a a promo segment that was excellent with the uh, Shane with the Miz saying he's going to beat the shit out of uh, Shane the Miz is going to beat the shit out of Shane and he challenged him to a Falls Count Anywhere match Shane comes out with a bunch of security and a bunch of goober wrestlers to hide behind and accepts the match and also talks about laughing at all the f- watching the footage over and over again of him humiliating the Miz's dad and then calling <laughs> God, this was great. Calling Miz his uh his dad's biggest mistake when he impregnated his mom. And that set the Miz off and he beat up all the security and the the Goober wrestlers and it was it was a great segment. The, the Shane is really honing in on this heel Shtick. The Miz is becoming a lovable baby face, which he I it's weird to say, but he should. I'm I'm way into it. He is he is fit for the role, despite being a great heel as well, but he's so damn entertaining. And yeah, Falls Count Anywhere is gonna work great with these two because it allows Shane to do a bunch of dumb spots off of things and let them fight all around the, the arena. And, you know, hide Shane's inability to be a technical wrestler and fill it with a bunch of crazy spots. That'd be great. I'm, look- I'm looking forward to that match. Yeah, the uh, the SmackDown results aren't updated to tell me who they all fought, but I do know that they fought uh, the Good Brothers. They fought the Bar. They fought Rusev and Nakamura. Uh, I think the oh yeah, I think those were the three teams. And uh, after the bar lost, they put Biggie through a table because they're a bunch of assholes, and that totally messed up Biggie before the Usos came out. And the Usos saying that mentioning that they went to war with these guys before, and. They all know that Kofi deserves this title shot at Mania, so they forfeit. And that leaves one team left, and that is Daniel Bryan and Rowan. And they did a smart thing to end this. They didn't have them pin the champion. Instead, they had Big E, you know, gather up the strength, throw Rowan over the announce table that Rowan had cleared on Daniel Bryan's command flip the table over, get back in the ring, and have the referee count to ten, counting out Rowan and earning that title shot for Kofi. No bullshit this time. No one more thing. No 
denying him the title shot anyway. They had one of the the uh, interviewees or interviewers, I should say, go to Vince as he's leaving in his limo, ask him if he's if Kofi's getting a title shot, and he says yes. But can a B plus player beat Daniel Bryan for the title and leaves and the locker room comes out and celebrates. And it's great. Kofi's going to WrestleMania. The match is happening. He's going to win that damn belt. I'm really excited to see that happen. Interesting enough, though, uh, after last week's discussion about the whole racism undertones under this, uh, they steered away from that. Just went back to Kofi's not good enough. And it worked out great. I, I was really worried when they announced this gauntlet match. I was going to be like, oh, they're just going to prolong it again. They're going to screw him out somehow. It's going to be another waste of time. But no, they did it. And thank God, because Mania is next week. They need to start building to this actual damn match. So there we go. We got our... We got our WWE Championship match set. Kofi versus Daniel Bryan. He's going to win the belt. It's going to be amazing. And really, that's uh, that's it from the main roster that I have to talk about since it's Tuesday and we only have two shows. And also, I'm the only one here. I don't have, I don't have John to yell at me. So, ha. I, I miss you, John. I, I look forward to talking to you again next week with our recap of or or predictions for WrestleMania and NXT TakeOver. And before we go, we got one more thing to talk about, and that is PAX this weekend. Because if you don't know, I am the production designer for a little thing called League of Heels. League of Heels is a video game wrestling stage show that we put on during PAX, and we get game people, from, you know, game developers, game journalists, just general cool people. We get actual pro wrestlers sometimes. They be involved. We've had Kenny Omega there, and Xavier Woods be a part of it via video, you know, not actually on stage. But we've had uh, Ophidian, the Cobra from Jakara. He's one of our champions. So yeah, we. It's it's a weird thing. It's fun. There's crazy storylines and stuff. And uh, this Sunday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, we're going to have the PAX Rumble, which is a little thing where we play an N64, WrestleMania 2000, 30-man Royal Rumble mode, and we have people come, 30 people come in dressed up in costumes and you know their draw their numbers are drawn and when their person is up in the rumble they jump in and you know it's a fun time your storylines there's weird gimmicks it's super goofy and also this time we're in the main theater which is the giant giant room with all the seats and it will be streamed on Twitch so uh head to twitch.tv/packspax 10.30 a.m. on Sunday, and you get to check it out. See the cool graphics I put together for this show. Maybe see some of my friends in the show. I don't know. 30 people is a lot of people to fill. 
And also the main event of the show is Dr. Tracksuit defending the LOH championship against uh, Johnny Casanova, John Drake. Former Harmonix guy. Now he works at Sony. Also, he's his gimmicks, he's got a lot of money. And he paid off all Tracksuit's debts and maybe bought his summary. I don't know. It's weird. Head to LeagueofHeels.com and there's recaps and stuff that my pal Brad put together. He's very good at that stuff. But yeah, that's a that's it for this short edition of Heel Turn. It's a production of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. Uh, we'll be streaming this again next week, live Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, you know, between 9 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time at twitch.tv slash ozoneonline. So make sure you follow there. Uh, and if you want to follow our other stuff, we have a website, prowrestling.cool. Actual URL you can go to. Podcasts. Hot takes. We're going to figure out more content to put on that site on a weekly basis. So bear with us as we're continuing to transition from the old site where we used to have statistics stuff. Um, Facebook, search for ProWrestling.Cool or go to Facebook.com slash PWDOTC. Twitter is at PWDOTC or at The Heel Turn. The, the Heel Turn is the one that tells you when the show's live. The other one's all our other content. And uh, our Patreon, of course, I mentioned. Patreon.cool. For as low as a dollar a month. That's 25 cents an episode. You get all the show notes for Heel Turn. The show you're listening to right now. This week's notes are not very thorough. Because, again, kind of a short week. Short episode. So we got that. Uh... If you subscribe at the nine ninety nine tier, you get the special podcast every month with me and Trace. Uh, the one coming up next week is going to be our breakdown of uh, the card for the G1 Supercard, the thing that we're attending. And if you subscribe at any tier, you will get a special podcast on Sunday where we talk about our live experience. And it's, it's, it's a good time. If you want to follow me on the social media as I'm doing my PAX adventures, I'm at the underscore ozone. So make sure you follow me on there. And my TikTok is at Owen Douglas with two S's. That's it. The short episode. I hope everyone has a great week. I hope if you're attending PAX East, come say hi. Tweet at me. We'll meet up. We'll talk professional wrestling. It's going to be silly. Hopefully I'll see you Sunday for the PAX Rumble. It's going to be crazy. And if not, then I'll see you over on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash online next week for Heel Turn. When we go live again. So until then... This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.